broadcasting in HD Radio. Worldwide. 24 7. 365. Mobile app power. Giddy Loud Radio. on the show? Why would you let you be on the show? Anyone can call to the show. You need to go somewhere anyone. It's not about who asked you to enter this conversation? It's a dialogue that elicits emotion, sparks a reaction, and forces you to take action. It's the what the heck when rants. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this episode are solely those of the author involved and do not necessarily represent those of the Rants Show, Giddy Lounge Radio, or What the Heck Man. Enjoy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the What the Heck Man Rants. I do this for real as always, reporting to do my duty on the microphone, and I got one question and one question only. What's that? yourself and ask yourself that all important question how are you doing are you happy are you sad are you glad are you happy to be alive are you thankful are you blessed 
Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Man Rants. It's about to be a fun time. If you're listening to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend to tell their ex-boyfriend, soon-to-be divorced husband, sister's wife, that the rant show is live. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have some fun tonight. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the deadest show in town. Um, because some people said we're tired. <laughs> I just had to. I I I can't. I just I had to. Um, ladies and gentlemen, what's popping? What's popping? What's popping? Um, pour yourself a glass of wine. You know, some almond milk. Um, get yourself some water. Um, happy Ramadan to our Muslim brothers and sisters out there. Um, I hope the fast goes smoothly, and you you know you get all your heart's desires and hit your religious goals and things like that. But ladies and gentlemen, what the fuck is up? Welcome. Um, I am super excited to be with you this evening. So from wherever it is that you're listening from, Podcast Gang, shout out to you guys. Hope you're you know doing great and um, being fabulous and awesome. Um, but I have a slight headache, so if I don't, if you don't see me exerting myself the way I normally do just because of that um and a lot of my mind but the latter part usually disappears once we start talking um but i'm really glad that i'm not here by myself because one of my favorite people is here and um she's clicking in my ear like she's breaking the code to the next you know (laughs) grand (laughs) you know um, she's, she's gonna create the next iphone or something but ladies and gentlemen, I am Steve Jobs in the making. Thank you very much. <laughs> Stephanie Jobs. Um, Forbes in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Forbes, what's popping? Hey, what's good, y'all? Look, I'm tired too. I just drove 10 hours, nine hours from New York. But you know what? No excuses because the energy has to remain high at all times. Okay. So, Sami, listen. I got you, okay? I have enough energy for the both of us, all right? So it's going to be a great show. I hope you guys stay tuned throughout till the end. Don't leave us if you're loyal. We only want loyalty. That's it. We don't want pickups. Y'all ever peep how when she tries to get serious, her accent comes out? Like, (laughs) she's like... It's like <laughs> I was gonna say something so so stupid, but anyway, I took myself. What? Um, <laughs> no, now you have to say it. Now but what she to. said, uh, you know, make sure you're here, you stay here. Even though that sounds like kidnapping, it's like you gotta like leave, like don't course. leave. Um, for wherever it is that you're locked in, use the hashtag the rant show. Let us know. Um, Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't realize that Columbus to New York was that far. It is. It's a good nine. I mean, depending on where you're going, it's like nine, ten hours, to be honest. I'm about to say something. And I I don't want people to say that it sounds classist for me. But, like, I got to a certain age that there's just levels of driving that are not allowed again in my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> if it cannot be flown, and if I don't have the means to fly it, we're not going. Like, 
Why not? There used to be a time when we used to do. Road trips can be fun. Like, I mean, if you're by yourself, I understand how it can be boring. But like, I'm really Gucci. If I got my music, like, I'm jamming. When I tell you I'm jamming, I have the music all the way up. I'm dancing in the car. I also listen to podcasts. Like, I was listening to Jesus and Jaloff to keep me company. Like, I don't even know why I would like, like, in a ten hour stretch, I need to nap like twice. That's like what? No. I'm old. Like, just no napping, please. I can't. I would like pull over <laughs> on the think on the freeway. It it's like a work day. So literally, when I left on uh, Friday, it was like I got to New York. By the time people were getting off work, it was like I I did I had a work day. You know what I mean? So you go to work for like nine hours. You know, eight nine hours, and that's it. I think like I don't. I wouldn't equate it to working for me because the beauty of what I do is I'm doing so many different things that I don't realize that all the time is going. But like this one, I would know. Ah. Oh. Maybe maybe if I'm listening to like a bunch of like my favorite albums like lined up back to back, maybe then. Mm-hmm. Because like you know how like I, <laughs> Do you ever do this thing where you drive, but you don't count the miles, you count the minutes for the songs of, like, how long oh. is it supposed to Does anybody else do that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You're like, this This album is 55 minutes, so I have to, you know, I have to be where I'm going in the next, whatever, how many minutes. Um, but how was the show? How was the pop-up shop? Um, it was... Um, it was good. Like, it was really good. Um, all the vendors were suit because that's what we were really concerned about. It's like, okay, we want our vendors, our brand. I don't want to call them vendors. I feel like that's so, like, cliche and boring. Like, we want our brands to, like, enjoy it and be profitable and, like, want to come back because they're the ones who are going to make this pop-up shop brand, like, come to life. So they were also happy and they are like, oh, my gosh, this is, um... This was great, and when's the next one? So that and everyone that came through to like shop, like New York is that. That's the thing I love about New York. It's just full. It's full of dope people. Like you meet so many like great people in New York. You're just like wow, you know. Like the energy is just different. You know, it's the same way when you go to like a, a city like DC or maybe some places out in Cali, like, you just meet certain people, like, their energy is just, like, unique, and it's, like, a whole bunch of different people coming together, so it just makes it really dope. So, you know, I love New York. I would live in New York if the rent wasn't so damn high. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was great. It was great. All right. Well, I'm glad it went well. Shout out to everyone that went and showed love and supported. We appreciate you. Um... Well, I think more than I say this at the end of almost every episode, but um, I'm not going to go into like specific details, but this weekend was a reminder for me to like just make sure your impact is felt in all the circles that you're in. Um, and just do good 
do good, be there for people. Um, and yeah, just try to try to be good, try to live a good life because you don't fucking know how it's gonna go. Um, girl, I mean, I just say girl. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. I'll take it. I'm, I'm in touch you know, with my. Was, I'm in touch with my, with my feminine feminine side. Girl. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, make sure you're aware and available of everything that's going on around you because um, this life is hard, man, and it can feel shitty a lot of times. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, that's it. That's what I was going to say about that. Um. Today promises to be a very fun show, but before that, I know Wobia has not watched Game of Thrones because she was trekking across the country. Next Look, week, I have not even watched. I, remember, I told you I haven't watched a single episode of Game of Thrones. I mean, but you still wouldn't let us talk about it because you don't want it to ruin it. Anyways, um, <laughs> I just want everybody else to know that next week there's only going to be one episode left. So either next week or the last week, I'm going to be talking about Game of Thrones. So if you, if you listen to this show, and by the time you normally listen, if you're a podcast gang, you haven't usually watched Game of Thrones yet, you better watch it before the show goes live because I will say what I want to say. So um, beyond that, though, it was a pretty interesting weekend um and shout out to you know i want to say something before we even like i made a joke earlier at the beginning of the show but i wanted to say this as a matter of fact right this is the last i'm going to say this somebody tried to come for me because they said i always bring up beyonce if you're angry that i always bring up beyonce um i just want to say this from the bottom of my heart um if you're the person that wrote the message to me telling me that i'm a sorry ass individual because of miss you know you call her miss Knowles or miss carter Knowles carter um you can go fuck yourself <laughs> and um i certainly hope they are listening right now because you are lazy i don't have this to do with your life but i do hope though that you're listening for the mere fact that you're listening. Um, but I think more than anything, and I don't even want like Wilbur to respond to this because I don't want it to be a discussion, but I just want to say that mm-hmm. as much as you are entitled to liking what you like, I'm entitled to not liking it. So, um, yeah, that's that. Thanks for coming to my little bit snippet TED Talk in the midst of all of that um and it's gonna be a great show it's gonna be a great show um i have some, i have <laughs> i have some radical views on certain things um that we're gonna discuss today so i'm interested in sharing oh, them with juicy. Juicy, I, I'm, gonna, juicy. I'm interested in sharing it with Wobia and seeing what she thinks um and what you guys think as well um the I had a question that came to me um 
during the week and no, not during the week over the weekend and um the question was if you could pick one major value it could be physical appearance it could be intellect it could be kindness whatever if you could pick only one value but it was also one of your most disposable values do you think you found the person that you spent the rest of your life with and let me let me give you an example explain if, if i was going to pick who i was going to be with based off of beauty alone i would have married a long time ago Hmm. As we all would have married a long time ago. Okay, so what is that thing that's really important to you? You look for it in everyone that you're with, but it's not enough for you to end up with someone. The one thing that I look for that it's not enough. Like um, it's important, but it's like... Yeah, it's definitely important, eh. but it's not enough. Okay, so we already said look, so I'm not going to say that one. Um... Honestly, I think financial status, like, you know, how much really? it's important, it's important, but it's not like the only thing that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's very important factor, but it's not the most important. Honestly, if I'm thinking about who I'm going to marry, like how much money you're making at that time in your life is not the most important thing because people's job status financial status can change throughout their life it fluctuates you could lose your job one day have a better job the next day start a business five months later like you know what i mean life is always changing so you know whatever you're doing with your life is important and as long as you're someone who's like a hard worker you have a plan for your life you're determined you're creative like that's those are qualities that are going to carry you far in life so i don't necessarily think about or put so much emphasis like oh you know you must be making 200k or else like you know it's it's just one of those things that because I feel like every day like I have to be compatible with you I have to actually love you and want to do this life thing with you and just because you have a good job doesn't mean that you're the best partner for me so mm, you know mm. that's my that's my answer I think Actually, it's funny because it's funny you said that because mine for sure was looks, um, and the reason was I had a moment this past weekend, and I'm gonna admit, um, of someone that I used to date, or someone that I used to be like interested in, and I saw a picture of them, and I had a reaction for a split second where I was like, damn, like why the hell didn't we work out? Cause like we would look good. Like, <laughs> and like, wow. <laughs> what? I, 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 I tell you, I don't have feelings. Um, you, this song, you like physical appearance very much. Wait. Like oh, that? I also need to clarify. First of all, I don't think there's any woman that I have like had strong feelings for that has not been beautiful. When I say strong feelings, I know I'm saying that because I know some people have thought that certain people I talked to were not attractive, but then again, maybe my feelings were not strong, or maybe I was just drunk. <laughs> um, but, but um, I, I and I also need to clarify. I saw one of my ex girlfriends this weekend, and it was not how 
it was not because of how I had the feeling, though. Because some people, somebody now come now and you would think that that's why. It's not how. Mm. Okay. Mm. So. Okay, that's what um, you say, but it's alright. No, no, no. It's definitely not her. It's not. <laughs> like, but this person I'm talking about is like married and like a whole ass adult and living her adult life. Um, but, um, yeah, like, it was literally, it was like a, it was a split second. And you know how like you're just like let's just let's use Instagram as an example. Like you're just scrolling, scrolling, and then you just like see someone's picture and you're like, damn. Like what happened? like you know, it it doesn't even have to be like, oh, we would have been good together. It's almost sometimes it's like, what happened to the, to that person? Or like why did we stop talking? Or some shit like that, right? Um and I was like and so it got me thinking that like I'm look, I'm the first person to say there are parts of me that are very shallow. Like this is never a game. Like there are parts of me that are shallow, but it was a reminder that like, yo, I actually do got some substance, and like I'm not just gonna accept whatever because, like I was saying, if it was just by like oh appearances of like how someone looks on the outside, uh I'd have, I'd have been gone, a long time ago, but you know. It is what it is. So, okay, okay. I know that's, that's an interesting question. I think that I know that God has something for me. <laughs> it's it's right around the corner. Don't worry, no worry. Hey, get just even when you say pretty, that, I don't even believe it. It's like pretty soon you'll be like, oh, Bobia, you know, I'm just in love. I'm just so in love. Like, I, I, me, yeah, I fall in love every week. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Huh? Um, <laughs> don't worry. Uh, 2019, by end of 2019, somebody will be on 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 the podcast. You know, guys, I'm just in love. Life is so beautiful. Everything's great. Just life wait. is beautiful. Everything is just later. Kind of, sort of great. Um, if, but, woman, if you're listening, you might be the one. You might be the one. There, are, there are many ones. Okay, I'm done. I need to stop feeling this narrative before people don't take me seriously. Um, <laughs> but, all right. So, today, we want to talk about um, boundaries, right? Boundaries across different realms, different walks of life, different, like, disciplines. Um, we're going to talk about it in terms of, like, your family. We're going to talk about it in terms of, like, your personal relationships. Um we talk about them about your romantic relationships, professional spaces, um, religious environments, all of it. But more importantly, we have two really important um, scenarios or questions uh, of people's personal lives that they would like us to explore tonight. So, because we're the great people that Wobi and myself are, we will do them that favor, you know, because we're just awesome people like that. Um. Okay, so well, wait, let me ask you a question. Let's start with this. What is probably the most important boundary of yours that people always violate? Do people really violate my boundaries, though? Oops, I don't... It could be, like, they... personal space. It could be, like, how people talk to you. It could be, like, the, like your boundaries with your business. Oh. Oh... Uh... I'm trying to think something that really irritates. Cause like I don't really get 
irritated a lot. I'm trying to think. It's not personal space. It's I know it's not that. Um, I I think it, for me it would be maybe how people talk to me sometimes. Hold on, let me think really hard about this. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, but it doesn't happen often though. That's the thing. It doesn't happen. And and when I say how people talk to me, it's not like I've ever been like, you know, like someone insulted me or like just like completely degraded my whole life right like nothing like that but it's more so um like i'm the kind of person i have boundaries when it comes to like judging people and like how you how you talk to them about what they're doing with their life or what they like to do because i'm a very non-judgmental person i don't really care what someone does I just care about the kind of person they are. And so for me, I don't be bothering nobody, you know? So for me, like when people cross the boundary of like being very judgmental or like saying very like snarky things in regards to uh, like what I'm doing or how I'm dressed or what I like to do, it's like that, like you can get, like I can go from zero to irritated very quickly because that's just a boundary that I don't like people to cross. Cause it's like, don't tell me about myself. Like, don't like, <laughs> if you're not giving me constructive criticism, I don't want to hear anything. You know what I mean? Cause I didn't ask you about your, your, the way you feel about my life or the way you feel about how I dress or the way you feel about how I do whatever I do. So that, I guess, I think that's the main thing that I would say that people have crossed. And you know, people who have crossed it, is like <laughs> one time it was my sister. Oh, and I had to, I had to put it in check real quick, like because I will literally check anybody. Like no one is off limits. You know what I mean? Like I'm even to the point now where like even if my parents say something, of course I'm always respectful. Don't give me. I'm not like cussing them out, but like I'll be like actually no. Like I I'm at the point where like anybody says anything out of pocket, I'm like listen, no, that's not gonna work. You know what I mean? So. And other people have been like, you know, maybe some people who I've just met and they have something to say, but it doesn't happen too often. And that's a good thing. Because I don't want to be turning up on people, you know? <laughs> oh, shit. Light bulb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I think that's actually quite real. And I think one of the things that when I was thinking about this topic was how much we don't realize that when people are very close to us, it's almost as if like the lines or the boundaries that we put in place are like invisible to them. Right? Like they, they're so close that they're not seeing these things that people on the outside would like automatically think are there. Like, have you ever had a situation where like, you you expected someone to be a lot more comfortable with you and they're like oh no 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 i thought i thought you know maybe you wouldn't want me to and you're like why not like i don't care but like their default is to like put a boundary for you right because they're a stranger right, right. and then the opposite for our family members is like man fuck that thing you put up there like i'm gonna just roll across this shit and then be like <laughs> oh that pissed you off oh sorry well okay do a double take um yeah 
so I think that's like a, a like I for me I would say uh, in general what is the most violated boundary with me I think it's probably like my my um my level of forgiveness people okay. like to just like take it take a piss because like they know that I won't like stay mad for too long but no, they just they just like to like piss you off, and they know that oh, somebody's gonna forgive me, or like you know, yeah, like shit that they know that they wouldn't take, or other people wouldn't take it from them. They just right. do it because like I wouldn't really, I don't always react, but like I'm lucky, madman. Like, don't try <laughs> me, don't fucking try me. Um, but yeah, I think that's like. That's probably the biggest one for me, and and that's like, like I said, it's across different disciplines, like like life, family life, church, whatever. Um, people are always like thinking they could, they could, they could try me, but let's talk about it like this. I mean, you just had your, you just had a professional event this weekend. Let's talk about like what kinds of boundaries do you put in place when you're like interacting with people that you work with. Mm. <laughs> I was about to oh say. shit! What is that laugh? <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> okay. So let me speak first about. I'm sure many of my melanated counter, uh, my melanated, you know, sisters and brothers can agree. Um, because there's certain boundaries that in the workplace, there's certain boundaries assigned to different people. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Let me just say that. So as a black woman and, you know, in the, in the workplace, for example, even though I'm not in a workplace, but like I used to be, I, my most of my work experience have been in a corporate office setting or like a work setting, whether it was like a job at the mall or a job wherever. But, um, there's definitely certain boundaries that I just across the board. It's like one, I expect everyone to have, you know, a level of respect, like professional, just courtesy, um, and, and just basic respect. Like that, that there's a boundary that says respect, basic respect, and it shouldn't be crossed. Um, but then if you if you peel back the layers a little bit, um, and most of the time I'm working with like white people, you know, so um, when it comes and, you know, I think most people would agree with me when I say that the boundaries that white people set and the boundaries that black people set can be completely different sometimes, um, especially in the workplace. And um, it's just one of those things where they think they're not crossing a, ba- a boundary or there was no boundary and you're like, uh, no, this isn't going to work. This is definitely <laughs> going to work, you know? And for example, certain things that are said, you know, just very, in, you know, just not being sensitive to whether it's racial issues or, you know, social issues that, you know, are happening and just different things. And they just you say things and you're like, whoa, like there's a boundary, like this is a work environment 
on top of that, like there's racial, you know, aspects thrown in there that shouldn't be crossed. Or like when your coworkers, your white coworkers want to just touch your hair, or talk about your hair all day in the workplace. And it's like, mm, you know, it's just so for me, like professionally, I just think that people should just one mind their business, you know, like mind your business and focus on the business that is paying you. And that's the only thing you should be concerned about unless I am giving you that freedom to be concerned about other things. If I'm not, then don't worry about it. You know what I mean? And let's just all be respectful and professional and polite in the workplace. And I mean, besides that, I mean, as a business owner now, I mean, I work by myself. For with my online boutique, I'm the only mm-hmm. person. But with my with my pop up shop, you know, the addition to my brand, I do have a partner, um, and so we're pretty squared away. With like, I don't think a boundary has ever been crossed or anything like that. So I can't really think of anything right now that's coming to my mind when it comes to that type of scenario. Do you think like you said like you didn't have you didn't feel like a boundary wasn't crossed? Like, do you? Did you have to set those or do you just think that they were like automatically understood with the person you're working with? I think they were automatically understood. Um, Okay, actually, wait. No, no, no. I think they were automatically understood. I mean, um, because the the respect is there. You know, we're both very like easygoing people but we're also respectful and we so there's never been a time where we're like okay we need to you know talk about our professional boundaries and how we're going to talk to each other and how we're going to relate to each other like there's never been a time where that's come up so I think it's just kind of like what's understood doesn't need to be said type thing you know what I mean so that's where we're at right now if it comes up if something comes up then of course we'll address it but for now it's just you know we understand each other. I think like the one that I think for prof- professional spaces that people always guess people that I work with, they always think that. Okay, let me, let me dial back a little bit. First of all, I don't like people like that. Like, <laughs> I just don't. It's like, and when I like, and the thing is, like, when I like people, my friends, some of my friends don't even understand why. Because they'd be like, why do you like that person? But like, it's usually because they're looking at it from their own lens of what mm-hmm. they assume that I should like. But like, sometimes I like, there's one person I like because they're like tenacious. They don't give up, but they're obnoxiously annoying. And I know that they annoy other people, but like, I just know that this person is like, doesn't quit. Um, and I love him for it. But in professional spaces, I'm just like, I don't like, like, first of all, I just, already got to just do this to get a paycheck right i don't want to do this on my personal time like no even in the office it's like oh you know don't put happy hours at a time that you know i should be crossing the bridge going to my house because i'm not coming and if you say (laughs) oh you didn't come to this thing well that's very tragic because i'm gonna do it again next week if you do it again so um I think is that and like any all of my jobs I have ne- since I started working as an adult I have never allowed anyone 
to follow me on social media. At work, until, right? Yeah, at work until I was leaving that job. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> like, I remember my team on my last job, they were like, we're very close. It was a small team, four people. And they were like, people call me Addy at work. Addy won't let us follow him on social media. He's super, like, protective of it or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna let you well, so they don't they don't like try to search for you because not like your profile is private is it i don't they, think they do but like you can't get my name because my i don't use like um i'm not sitting here like using uh my official name you understand like my my first my my person my last name is not on any of my social media platforms okay. and my first name that i use on my social media fa- platforms is not my legal first name so good luck <laughs> like you're just not gonna find me and if you did i would block you the moment you find me i'm blocking you like <laughs> it's just what it is like that's they're gonna be like yo Sammy, i thought i found you yesterday bruh. but it's like now i can't see you what's going on <laughs> that's happened before this one person found me through that like they friended me on facebook and then I posted something on my Facebook that showed up on my um so I posted on my Instagram that showed up on my Facebook. The person like used that to go to my Instagram profile and then commented, Oh, this is so cute. That same second. Blocked. <laughs> like <laughs> like I blocked them and like and then there was another, it happened to another person where that person actually like liked the person and I knew they'll keep their mouth short shut, but I didn't want to ever put them in like a tricky situation. So instead of blocking them, I just made it impossible for them to see my story. And we kept it moving. Wow. <laughs> I was like <laughs> I so awkward if someone like, oh, like I'd be like, I, I Cause then it's like, how do you explain to them that you blocked them? You know, like, I well, that's the thing. Like, people always feel like they have to explain, but I don't feel like I have to because. And let me give you an example as to why. So today or this month, sorry, I have a coworker that's getting married. She has been talking about this wedding in the office since last year. She has only invited one person the person she sits next to, to this wedding. Like, every time she talks about it, she's like, oh, my God, like, the DJ did this, and it's going to be this, um, you know. But she never says, oh, you guys are welcome. And anytime somebody says, oh, are we invited? She's always just like, she never answers. So I'm like, why does she get to do it? And then I don't. Like, no, 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 no. Keep your wedding, which I, because you're not going to have jollof rice anyway, so I'm not coming. Um, <laughs> but what's not going to no happen though? Rice, no <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Um, what's what's going to happen though is like you're not going to then think that you can come into my personal space. Fuck that. Nope. I feel that. I mean, that's true. Like, it, it, it doesn't require an explanation. It's just like, look, it is what it is, you know? And I, I think the sooner people get that, um, 
the better for them. Another like boundary that I have at at work is like don't make like race related jokes. Like I'm not your G. Like don't think you have to play hip hop when I walk into the room. Like none of that shit. We're not no. I'm gonna shut that shit down. I um, hate when they do that. It's so awkward. I hate I don't like when like Oh, you both people can't just be like, just be yourself. You know what I mean? Like, it's just corny. You know, when they feel like, oh, they've already formed like this, per, this like, you know, perception of you, and so then they try to like do things and say things that they think that you will be down with or like will make you comfortable, but this all ends up being super awkward and just highly unnecessary. And I'm like, just relax. You know what I mean? Like, just chill <laughs> like it's just so irritating and i'm just like stop it just stop it like just be yourself just you know you don't need to put on some kendrick lamar just because you're trying to you think that that's going to make us bond you don't need to start talking about whatever you know i'm just like ugh. especially at work it's just awkward it's super awkward because then you're like uh okay and it's like you don't want to like be rude but at the same time you want to tell them to just like leave you alone you know the funny thing is like i actually would like i actually would say something like you don't need to say that like um what's a good example of a time that i did that recently um where oh yeah this guy at my job used to be like every time i would walk in and i watched him greet other people perfectly fine but he'd be like what's up dog i'm like "Mm." yo yo chris um i'm not your dog his name is not chris by the way but for the purposes of this vignette his name is chris but i'd be like yo bro we're not we're not tight like that like stop like stop (laughs) um and I'm just like I don't, I don't need you to, you know, to to do this. Um, and because if you have people who like don't understand it, um, it feels kind of problematic. Mm-hmm. They continue to do it, and you have to like eat it. But like, like you were saying earlier about a a work day. Um, I, you spent 40 awake hours, give or take, right, at, in in that space, and I just can't be uncomfortable. There's only so much, you know, wearing your headphones you can do in, in, in one week. At some point, you have to get it. So, if you don't get it re- the regular way, or like with my initial uncomfortable laughs, one day I'm... I'm going to just be like, yo, you know you don't have to say that when you see me, right? You know, you just... And I I think one other one that I think people don't usually realize is that I have an expectation of, like, excellence from my coworkers. Like, it's... Don't... When you're talking to me, don't say, oh, I'm I'm going to Africa. Or you're from Africa, right? Like oh my gosh, shit like oh that my. is not gonna that irritates me so much. I hate that shit when they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to Africa." 
oh my god like i love african culture oh my god are you african i'm like stop it just stop please stop. <laughs> i just want to say chalkboard it's like fingers on a chalkboard and i'm like please stop it it's like first of all stop it stop <laughs> it and it just goes back to this the way they think that africa all africans are just it's just one place and we're all doing the same shit and we all look the same and we all, no, that's not it. Stop it. Oh my goodness. I just, I could go on about that. Cause so many people do it. There's even some like Africans who will say some shit like that. And I'm like, stop saying that around your non-African friends. You know, like if you are from a country in Africa, specify what country you're from, specify what region you're from. You know what I mean? Like, stop saying, oh, I'm African. Okay, wh- you know, what What else? Like, what? what is that? You, you know? Oh, it's irritating. <laughs> I just feel like, um, yeah, they're like, I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to Africa, and I'd be like, can you clarify, like, where? <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, like, I have a friend that's from. all the countries. <laughs> so I, have, I actually had someone said, Say say to me, he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to. I have this African friend," and I was like, "Yeah, how is that relevant to this conversation?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm just letting you know." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, thanks for clarifying that, but I still don't know why the fuck it's relevant." And <laughs> and like when you stop playing with that shit, people will just be like, "Oh, um, you know." Well, the thing is eventually they wouldn't even see it as like you kind of doing it to be offensive because I just don't need I don't need the you know the other one that I have though and this one crosses from work to church is don't come to my house <laughs> like I don't know how else to explain this but like um yeah don't don't come to my house (laughs) (laughs) like don't ask me don't tell me don't suggest it like you're not allowed to come to my house (laughs) i remember when i had um my surgery um a couple years ago people were like oh um my church people were like oh you've been gone um and I was like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, they were like, oh, you know, you don't want us to come to your house. And I'm like, yeah, exactly that. I just don't right. want you in my house. Like, <laughs> why is that weird to understand? Um, But yeah, like, but, that's just. Okay. But so what about like boundaries? within like romantic relationships like how do you go about setting those when you're just getting to like know someone and interact with them and like you're you guys are obviously moving into something like more serious so So, wait ask that again um so like when you're just now like starting to date someone mm-hmm. or you like someone and you guys are like in the dating phase, maybe you're not like official yet. Or even if you guys are official, like you're an exclusive relationship, like how do you go about initiating like 
okay, this is my boundary. This is your boundary. How are we going to work together to make sure that we're respecting each other's boundaries? I think like some of it happens naturally. Um, and then some of it happens through forced conversations. Um, and like, and when I say like naturally, it's like, oh, somebody does something and then you like call them to it in that moment, boom, you talk about it, you move on, right? But then there's some of it where it's like you actually have to like come back to that to talk about that and then like, you know, move. Um, and what I mean by that is like, um, when you're talking about, um, What's a good one? Okay, say how how people talk to you, right? Um, mm-hmm. Where they're like, oh, um, the first time you have an argument, the person raises their voice at you, you know, you're shook, you you gather yourself and you're like, um, I really, really would appreciate it if you don't talk to me that way. I get triggered by it. I just don't appreciate it. What do do do? Whatever. That like that happens. That's a conversation. Then there's other ones where um, it's more, I guess, um, like it just you, people just pick up on it. Like while you're talking, like right now, this is a good example, right? Let's say I'm talk as I'm talking to you and we're doing the show. Let's say a woman that I'm like involved with or interested in is listening, right? And I say something like. I hate people who okay. One thing I really, really hate. This is by the by the way. This is I've said this before. I hate people. I actually legit have. I think hate is the word. I cannot stand to a to like to the most extreme degree people who try to police people's response times to text messages. It is the most annoying motherfucking thing in the world. Um. The people that are like, yes, and I, we all know that you take whatever, whatever. Shut up. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, I, you know, you didn't text me back, so I don't want to have this conversation anymore. Da, 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 da. I'm like, well, you better get a pet who's going to respond to you every time you fucking talk to it, because I'm just not. I got shit to do. Um, and the one that really cracks me up about that is the people who actually suck at other forms of communication, but because text people don't understand that text messaging is the most detached kind of communication there is like if you really want to know how good someone is at communicating sit in front of them or put them on facetime and look at each other's faces and i mean like on facetime not where they're like on their computer or they're like pausing you every second like let's see how much they can hold a conversation because texting is like there's space in between you take timeouts so I absolutely can't stand when somebody's like, oh, I texted you. Da, 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 da. More than that, if you're upset by my response time, I'm more, I usually would apologize. But if you now try to be passive aggressive about it, oh, blood of Jehovah, father of Nebuchadnezzar, uh, <laughs> you, are, you are mad. You're fucking mad because that's where I lose my shit. Like, 
that's where I get really, really mad. Because, um, and, and, and the funny thing about that is, I used to, I think I've said this before on this show, I used to feel really bad. Like, nothing in your relationship or your friendship should make you feel like you're less than, right? And my boundaries, some of my boundaries are put in place to make, to keep in the good I feel about myself and allow whatever good you're bringing to come through, right? Because some of some people don't see that. They, they think it's just like you're doing it because you're lazy or you're stuck up or da 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 But the reality is like... Um, <laughs> the the reality is you should go look at the time at the hashtag my my best friend for example right now years ago when mind you my best friend lives in in england but like years ago when she was working like contract jobs or whatever where she was like she had gaps in her in her career she would like be mad when she texted me and I didn't respond or like I woke up and I went about doing some other shit without responding. Tell me how, of course we prayed about this and worked on this, but like since last, since October, 2017, when she Mm -hmm. got like the most steady, like stretch of work that she's had, this woman suddenly now knows how hard it is to keep conversations or how hard it is to stay awake when you want to like talk to someone and don't fall asleep. Da, da, da. All of a sudden, now they understand, right? And like I said, the pol- the whole policing text messages is not even the it's not even what's bad. It's not the boundary for me. Mine is passive aggression. What you're going to do is communicate. If something is pissing you off, say it. I don't care how many times you got to say it, it's pissing you off, but you're gonna say it. What y'all not going to do, especially the women that are listening right now, you even want to be like, I'm trying to live my life by Jesus Christ, and I want to do that. But I'm, that man said, you should forgive what, 70 times 7? Every single day. And so we're going to talk about this over and over and over again. So I think for me, it's like, feel how you want to feel. But like, my 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 personal boundary when it comes to like dating people is whatever it is that I'm going through with you or mm. whatever it is that we're going through cannot take away from my happiness. Zero. I asked someone last week, and this is my final point. I asked someone last week, I said, if you stop talking to me today, right, what is the one thing you would take away from, like, knowing me so far? And the first thing they said is, you don't let anything fuck with your, happy, your peace of mind. Because hell the fuck, yes. Don't stress me out. Like... This life is already stressful no enough. Stressing. It's already stressful enough. But um but yeah. How do you how do you set your personal boundaries with people you're romantically involved with? Well I mean I think like you said, it's just like things happen. I think also just like I think it happens through different like uh method so when you're getting to know someone like you guys are usually having conversation and especially with me i'm the kind of person like i love talking to people about any and everything like and like we'll go from talking about sex to talking about 
you know, different breeds of dogs. <laughs> like, oh. You know what I mean? So, like, I think, like, bet- like bet- when you're having conversation, you also learn about people's boundaries if you're li- if you're actively listening. With the Kalawa um, person, that's, 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 those two can that's, be the same conversation, but continue. That, that's the key word is, like, if, if you're actively listening to someone and when you guys are just talking about different things, you'll pick up on things they say. Like, maybe they'll be talking about a past relationship or maybe they'll be talking about something that happened with their friend or they'll be talking about something that happened at work or just talking about themselves in general. If you listen to someone, you can pick up on things and common common denominators and whatnot and you can learn from like, okay, this person seems to like like this and not like that. So that's one way. Two, just things happening. Like you guys maybe go on a date somewhere and something happens and now you know, okay, this person doesn't like when, you know, I do X, Y, Z, so I won't do it. Um, And then just, of course, having like the explicit conversation about, okay, let's talk about boundaries just because I feel like we're getting to know each other better and we're like spending more time together. So let's, let's just talk about boundaries and you guys just have that like intentional conversation. I think there's some of that. So like, and that's what I was saying. Like, and I kind of agree with you. It's like some of it has to be like, hey, sit down, come here, come here, on like, look at me. I'm talking to you. Let's talk about this thing. And it's going to be, you know, I don't like when, like, some. It's funny because some of it even comes through like those kinds of like when you're meeting someone new. It's like those like pet peeve type of conversations, right? Like. Mm-hmm. you're like oh what are your pet peeves and she's like oh you know i hate when uh what's a good one um what's a good pet peeve i hate when uh, guys guys feel entitled right um okay to like your body or something or like i don't know i can't think of anyone right now but like and then someone like me one of my biggest pet peeves is like Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm even embarrassed to say this. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh, stab people that I can't stab people to ask stupid questions. <laughs> but is it a stupid question or did they just really not it's know? It's a motherfucking stupid question. Because okay. One of one of my understated values in liking someone is people who are like smart and resourceful, right? So, yeah. I feel like if you don't know the answer to a question, you can seek out the answer. But yeah. what is what I also mean by stupid questions? Let's say, um, let's say I saw you post. Let's say this is this didn't happen by the way, or before anybody tries to chew Wobia out. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say <laughs> over the weekend you posted a snap where it looked like you were on a date, right? Okay. The issue I have with most women is this is what they'll do. Ah uh-uh. ah, so me ah, this your weekend eh? You like you had fun oh? That's the starting, right? The next <laughs> statement is, ah, did you do anything fun this weekend? I'm like, no. They're like, really? Like nothing at all? You didn't even go see one of your babes or anything like that? Like, nigga, go to the question you're trying to get to at the end. Like, stop this merry-go-rounding. I'm parambulating that you're doing in the beginning because they're frustrating <laughs> me. <laughs> and the thing is, even if I was going to intention, even if I was going to honestly answer that question, by the time you get to it, I'm annoyed. 
So now I'm like, I don't want to answer your question. Like, they be like, why did you want to talk? I'm like, because I don't want to. Like, this is by force. So that is one of my biggest pet peeves. So people don't usually understand that right right off the bat because I'm, you know, I've spent 28 years of my life becoming the man that I am today. And you've been, you know, spent the last 26 years of your life or 25 years of your life doing whatever. And now we're merging. So like we're learning about each other. But like you wouldn't just randomly think that when you met me. So I have to teach you that. So I tell people all the time, like, like, look, if you want to know something from me, just go to this, the, the most direct question. Don't try to beat around the bush because the moment I get a hint, I'm a pretty smart guy. If I get a hint of, like, you are no, trying to work me, then I'm going to be mad. That's me. Are you going to say? direct. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, don't worry. I'll be, I'll be very direct with you and very, very direct. Don't worry. No, you won't because... <laughs> You just, I just know you won't. Um, have you have you ever had a situation where like, oh oh oh, okay. I want I want, ah, damn it. I want to say this, but I don't know if I should ask you first or I should say this relatable one. I think I feel like you definitely relate to this. Um, how do you feel about the personal space boundary when it comes to like? someone you're dating or your friends someone i'm dating i mean if i really like you is there really a personal space bound like what do you mean like them coming over wait hold on let's 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 chew on that for a second if you're dating someone automatically all the personal space boundaries are, are removed wait but that's what i'm asking like when you say personal like are you talking about like direct personal space like if i'm standing in front of you and like you're all up in my face like or are you talking yeah, about like it could oh, be that it could you. be like my room my house is my personal space like okay well there's levels if it's like if i really like you for i'm a very like touchy-feely person so when i like somebody so wow. the personal so space Wobia definitely doesn't like, like me guys because she never them, touched like, me before being, being close to me and like touching me, I don't have any problem with that. Like you can touch me whenever you want to touch me. You know what I mean? Oh. But um, as far as them like coming over or like staying, um, that that is a little different. Because for me, like for example, like I even if I like you, and and let's say we're dating, but we're not yet in a in a relationship. I'm not going to be all up in your your space all the time or like, you know, I'm not going to just show up unannounced or I'm not going to spend a week in your house. Like I, you know, I, I set those boundaries for myself where it's like I'm not about to squat in your place, you know, we're not about to be all up under each other because we're not even in a relationship yet. When we are in a relationship, I still even think it's important to have those boundaries like like there's no reason why you should be I right up under your girl or right up under your guy all the time. Like you like I mean, you already know how we feel. Like we had the other episode about cohabitation. Like I'm not living with my man and he's not living with me. And he's not about to be up in my place every day around the clock, you know, doing whatever. So I definitely think for me there's there's still boundaries set. Like you can't just be in here all the time, like 
you know, don't show up to my place unannounced. Don't don't think that I'm just waiting in my apartment or my house for you to call me and we're about to kick it. Like, so yeah, I definitely still have boundaries when it comes to that. But if, as far as touching goes and you being all up close to me and everything, like, you know, that one, there's no space. So in fact, the closer the better, to be honest. Oh my God. <laughs> um, every time I hear people say shit like that, I always think to myself that, am I ever going to be in love? Because... I don't want no, no fucking touch me. Just don't touch me. <laughs> like, why you got like, why, why, why? Like, like whenever someone touches me, I the first thought I have is like, like, did you did you need to do that right now? Like, what did you gain from doing that? Okay, you sound mean. Okay, if this is your girlfriend <laughs> or someone who you really like, why would they not be touching you? Like. <laughs> Wait. So, do people out there think I'm mean? Like anybody that has been with me before? Why would you make your girl feel bad about touching you? Like that's super weird. Okay. So here's my thing, right? There's different kinds of touching. There's like, okay, let's say, you know, let's say last Wednesday, you're putting finishing touches to the pop up shop for this weekend, this past weekend, and your man is in the bed with you, and he like puts his hand on your thigh or like leans in and puts his head on your shoulder. There's like a kind of touching that's like, Oh, that's cute. And then you have the one where like some women do this. And I know as I say this, you can't, you probably can't relate where they just want to like, is, is that moment that they now want to climb on top of you and just stay there. (laughs) Like, (laughs) <laughs> it's like so so the surprise that i was describing to you is usually me turning around like are you know ma like <laughs> what's this <laughs> but i mean that she probably just wants i mean if a girl's climbing on top of you it probably means something else she's probably ready to like get it on okay but i'm a virgin <laughs> why would she want to do that shut up <laughs> like, if, if your girl's Climbing on top of you and str- and straddling you, listen. That means she's ready to go. She but, and the, you know she's all touching on you. Listen, but I'm, but I'm trying okay. to work. I'm trying to I'm trying to better my sometimes, life. Okay, sometimes you just you just gotta give up the D. You know, just give it up. Just give up my doctor's okay. number. You like want, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> like I'm just I'm just trying to be you know just trying to be better. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I just have, like, I have people who are like, oh, you know, um, (laughs) I'm just thinking about it right now. I'm like, do I, um, (laughs) am I really that bad? Shit. Um, but, (laughs) but, like, I, I think, I think that you have, um, there's just a balance. I think, um, but I also think that when I really, really like someone, those things are removed. So maybe I don't like people like that. I don't know. Can somebody just send like a therapist number for I me? Mean, I mean, I think, I think, I, th- you know, I think people also have to be realistic and like, um, you know, that's another good point is like, 
depending on the type of relationship that you have with someone, you also need to know, ask yourself, why am I setting these boundaries? You know what I mean? Um, because not every boundary is necessarily a healthy boundary. You know what I mean? And mm. Or an effective boundary or a boundary that's, that's benefiting you and the person you're interacting with. So you have to ask yourself, why am I setting these boundaries? Is because like, I'm actually, you know, this is actually going to further our relationship. This is going to establish respect and understanding. Or am I just being petty? Am I just being weird? Am I uh, feeding into a weird habit that I have? You know, like you have to ask yourself these things because sometimes boundaries that we set are just ridiculous because we're just we haven't gotten over something within ourselves. So, like, I think it's important to, like, differentiate, like, is this a realistic boundary? Is this a healthy boundary? What is the purpose of this boundary? And I think that'll help, like, people to understand why they're doing things in the first place. Hmm. I don't know. But, like, sometimes I feel like you shouldn't have to explain why a boundary is in place, though. Right? Like... You don't think you have to explain? I think you do. It depends on the situation. I mean, if it's, like, a stranger... You don't have to explain shit to them. You know what I mean? Like that, you don't owe them anything. I think, but if you have a serious relationship with someone, it's your father, it's your mother, it's your sister, it's your girlfriend or boyfriend. I do think that you, if they're not understanding, it's if if they understand, then cool. You don't explain. But if they're not understanding why this boundary is there, then you definitely, I think, you owe an explanation. If this is an important relationship to you, you know, if my boyfriend is not understanding why I don't want him to show up to my house unannounced, I'm going to be like, well, here's why. And I'm going to tell him, you know? Mm. I guess. I mean, I just usually have, like, um, I don't know. I feel like I, I have different lines of certain things that I, I want to... I, I mean, I think ultimately everything that I've put in place is it to just, like, protect my sanity and protect my peace of mind and if i feel like something or someone or some interaction is taken away from it i just will stop like mm -hmm. and sometimes that makes me seem heartless makes me seem mean or whatever but like this is what it is it's just it's just got to be done um it's just gotta be done yeah I mean, boundaries are important, though. Boundaries are what help keep us sane, you know, help us <laughs> help us not, like, go off on people. And I think it's also important for people not to feel guilty about, like... Because sometimes I think people feel guilty about setting boundaries because they feel like, oh, I don't want to, like, someone to think that X, Y, Z or, you know... Or maybe they haven't found, like, the courage within themselves or, like, you know, to, to set this boundary and be confident in setting it, you know? Because not everyone has, like, the, the, the courage or, you know, they're not bold enough to be like, this, no, this is not okay. You know, this is not okay. It's not going to happen. And that's that. Because um, I know some people who have been in situations, whether it's professional or personal and like they have such hard problems like speaking up for themselves or like explaining things or like standing by something because it like it makes them uncomfortable they don't like confrontation 
You know, and I think that's the issue. It's like when you when a confrontation makes you uncomfortable, a lot of times people won't even know what your boundaries are. So people are just disrespecting you left and right, or people are overstepping left and right because you can't like communicate like no, this is not this is not it. Or you're afraid that like if I set this boundary, this person is not gonna like you know, they're not gonna take me seriously. They're not gonna like me. They're not gonna wanna do this. this that. You know, there's all these like worries and thoughts and assumptions. And it's like, look, as long as it's a sensible boundary, meaning like you're setting it for yourself, for your sanity, for your health, for your well-being, then like you shouldn't be afraid. Just stick by it. Like just stick by it. Anyone who doesn't understand or tries to make you feel bad about your boundaries simply does not belong in your life, period. Facts. Um We'll take a break, though, and when we come back, I have a question that is more than likely going to put Wobby on the spot, but she can't run anymore. Ooh, I like being put on the spot. I really hope hope that you... I'm so glad you went that direction with the rest of your statement because, um, yeah, I didn't know where you were going with that. Um, But it's the Rant Show. It's Getting (laughs) On His Radio. Because, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I'm worried. You're worrying me. <laughs> it's your life, your music. We'll be right back. <laughs> God. Is if the rant show is live and you're not listening, do me hand up in my donuts. When it's all said and done, you know you did away on me. I could have gave you all of me, but you took your love away from me. And I don't wanna be the one I have to say sorry. But you know my pride gets the best of me. You know I'd rather sleep on it. You used to come through, come through. When I push, you do always pull through. So when did things change? You know you made me this way. You used to come through, come through When I push, you do always pull through So when did things change? You know you made me this way How could I give it all if you take from me? And we ain't got a torch, just wait on me I just need the time, time my patience, yeah How could I give it all if you take from me? And we ain't got a torch, just wait on me I just need the time, time my patience, yeah Mix match, we attract, we like magnets You start, I kick off and it's a madness You go on like you take man for granted This man, then you beg man for chances You know I gave you all that you need But nothing ever comes for free, yeah, yeah. You could have made it easy for me When you used to You used to come through, come through When I push, you do always pull through So when did things change? You know you made me this way you used to come through, come through When I push, you do always pull through So when did things change? You know you made me this way Okay, bad I just made your girl a skirt Yes, you rep The sex, you make my dick a wreck Kill my new neck This 
your head, dislocate your neck. Niggas couldn't intercept. It's payday, fellas. Now they're acting like they're innocent. Ay. If I lay him in his head, ay. nigga, go and hit the deck. Ay. Gonna lose your intellect. <laughs> okay, bad bitch. I just made your girl. Girl, please get on your knees, grab the tip and squeeze. Please don't use your teeth. It really hurts when I have to leave. Had to catch a flight, man. I get money overseas. That's why I'm not looking at the price when I want it. Boy, better no SE with some bosses. What do you mean? Why am I wearing Louis? Can't you see Virgil's in the office? Greatness only. I see you pussies trying to stop it. Yeah, okay, bet. I just made your girl scared. Yes, you rep. The sex you made my dick.
To the rants on Giddy Lounge Radio with my son, the Wordsmith. Keep it locked. Mommy Ranter says so. And we are back. We're Over the course back. of the break, you listen to um, Bet by Octavian featuring Skepta and Michael Phantom. You listen to Needed Time by Young Bane and you listen to. Sugar Mommy by Tenny the Entertainer. Um, Yo, can I just say that, like, I know it's super random, but I have a dope playlist. Like, because for our first <laughs> pop-up, we didn't have, like, a DJ or anything, you know. We're, we're balling on a budget and everything. So I curated my own playlist, and it's a bomb playlist. I'm just saying. So <laughs> if anyone wants me to send them their playlist, just tag me. Add me on Twitter and I'll send it to you. All right, you guys heard Wobia. She's freely giving you her playlist, so go get it. Um. All right, Wobia. Let me ask you this: Do you have men that? Let's just stop the question. Do you have men? <laughs> um, I don't have men. Over. Get out, get out of here. Um. Do you have? Men that you are extremely close to that are in romantic relationships with other people? No. Okay, good. Um, now, here's my follow-up question to you. What is the latest time during the day that you... What is the latest hour in a day to call your friend that is in a relationship or married? Ah, uh, married. Honestly, once it hits evening time. Hmm? Why do you say ah, married like that? That one is serious. <laughs> y'all always like, y'all always like treating people that are married like they have a plague or something. <laughs> Listen, so you said, marriage is a whole you said once level, it's okay, evening time. Things are it's a it's a different ball game, but um no I honestly I honestly think like nighttime hours when it gets after it gets dark unless it's something like urgent or like maybe you guys are talking business or you know I just don't think that like when people get back home like after working hours and they're now spending time with their family because they just got back from work or with their girlfriend because like i don't think you should be calling unless they call you i don't think you should be calling them i don't i, I don't think like if, if i know my friend works like till five or four o'clock and after work he gets home and he wants to spend time with his wife and his kids or his girlfriend i'm not gonna call maybe i'll know okay i'll call him on his his ride back to home you know i know he leaves work by four o'clock I need to talk to him, so I'll hit him up while he's driving. But like once I know that he's home, I'm not I'm not gonna call him. 
I just I don't want to be that person. <laughs> okay. Um. So I'm just gonna read you. What about you? What What time is a good time to call? Like, what's the latest? Like, when you like are like, okay, I'm not gonna call them at this time. Well, my friends are in relationships. Like, they are dead to me, basically. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow, you're you're a real one. You are. A real I, one. I I think I think um, I just I call a lot less. Um, I might text and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" and then have you um reach out to me, but not the other way around. Um, but <laughs> I'm just gonna read you what people said. Somebody says nothing after seven p.m. if they are married. This person is married, by the way. The person that said this. Um, another person said 8 p.m. Another person said 10 p.m. unless it's an emergency. Another person says at any time o'clock. Somebody else says 7 p.m. But <laughs> somebody says 7 p.m. By then they should be with uh, they should be home with their significant other. Um. Somebody says I really think I really just think it narrows down to the caller having common courtesy. Someone says 8 p.m. Another person says 10 p.m. Somebody says contact them only in the morning. Wow. Um, someone says 6 p.m. Someone says 9 p.m. to laugh and catch up. Anything after 9 better be an emergency. No laughing involved. <laughs> Somebody says I'd say 9-ish is a respectable cutoff time. Somebody says 9 p.m. Somebody says depends. Um, somebody says whenever it's reasonable. Too much is being put to stop besties when they're engaged. Interesting. Somebody says 9 p.m., 10 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m. if it's an emergency. Somebody says 9 p.m., please. So here's my answer. Interesting. Interesting. Here's my answer on that, right? My answer is this. Call. You know your friend, and you know this kind of situation. Now... For me, if I was in a relationship, let's say I was in a relationship with someone who was in like another state and they go to sleep early. So we've talked and then they've gone to bed. Like I'm if I'm I'm just sitting there. I, I'm a late sleeper. I'm up till two, three, four AM some days. So if you call me because you know that I'm up late and that's just how I am, because now I still live by myself. That's fine. But also, it's important to know that um, what, what kinds of conversations you're having with the person. Now, it's also important to understand that if I was in a relationship with someone and let's say they came to my house for the week or something and we're spending time together, of course, I want to devote time to them. But that doesn't mean that if the person was sleeping and my friend wanted to talk to me, that they couldn't call. What I find that's the issue is, like, if it's a habit where every single night at 10 p.m. they call you, so you're, like, taking time away from talking to your partner, that's different. Also, because what happens is as you start to get older, you start to have friends that are in, like, similar spaces in their lives. So they're either married as well, um, they have kids, so they don't have as much time to talk like you. So much of those conversations will have to happen during the day or not happen at all frequently. So then it's just a case of it is what it is. 
Um, and I think like I that's just how it breaks down because like this whole idea of like oh don't call how can you say don't call after seven p.m. seven p.m. I'm just getting home. I'm just getting home from work and about to go to the gym. How are you gonna tell me not to call at seven p.m. I mean, because I feel, I feel like what I would do honestly, I would like text first, like hey, uh, what is this a good time to talk? You know, I wouldn't. I like if I know my friend is married or in a serious relationship, I probably would never like if it's in the evening time. I probably wouldn't just call them straight. I'd text them first, like hey, like. This is a good time to talk, and then they can be like, "Yeah or no," and I'll call them. I think it's also important, like, to to know if you have a relationship with the partner, because you know how, like, some people they are friends, like, they keep their relationship with their friends, mm. but they don't make a conscious effort to become friends with their partner, or like to right. pull them in, because, like, me. I have a particular friend who is in a relationship right now. Whenever I call, if for like even if there's one there's a few times it's happened that I don't even think she expected it. But like when I call him, within the first few minutes or first few sentences I say, I'm like, How's life? How's the how's the wife and everything? Like I very so like the first couple of times he, I, I did it, he was like, Oh, she's right here with me. Oh, she's like, oh, okay, like, cool. Like, this guy that's calling, I'm not calling to, like, take him away from her or, like, to, you know, distract him or tell him to go start dating other people or doing stupid shit, right? Like, mm-hmm. I very much value. And if she's, like, there and she can talk, I'm like, oh, let me say hi. And, I, you know, I'll be like, oh, hey, your sis, what's going on? Da, 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 chat, and then you move. But, like, I think people don't have that balance of, like, involving the other person. Um, and that, and that's where the problem like comes up. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I see personally. Um, okay. So next question, let me ask you this now. What, um, what would you say if you were looking at, um, if you were looking at, an unforgivable boundary that someone can cross that you would not be able to forgive. Wait, repeat that. What is an unforgivable boundary that if somebody crossed with you, you wouldn't be able to forgive or you find it hard to forgive them? Mm, Unforgivable boundary. (sighs) Hmm. Unforgivable boundary. I would say, oh, that's a tough one. Because I'm thinking about something that's happened to me, and I can't think of something. Um, I I guess I would say lying to me about something like monument. But I don't know. Because I'm a very forgiving person. That's the reason why it's so hard for me. Because, like, I don't see, like, because I can forgive someone, but, like, I'll still, like, they're still not, like, in my life. So that's why it's hard for me to say, like, unforgivable, because I'm just, like, I will most likely forgive you, but we might not talk, but I forgive you. So 
Yeah, but if you're like if you're like changing the structure of the relationship, then they basically lost something, right? So, like, I'm talking of someone that you know, like, it's there's no there's like they're so close to you right now, and there wouldn't be any coming back from it. Um, I would probably say. Oh, that's so tough. Oh, well, def okay. There's different ones. So, um, if they ever try to, there's several. Can I just list different ones? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so disrespect, for example, if they if they purposely and intentionally disrespect, like in like when I say disrespect, like something that's just, just like, you know, um, maybe you like come to my house and you disrespect my parents, you know, or you're out here, you know, um, attacking like my sisters, like whether that's verbally or physically or even me, um, anyone in my family and you like, you're intentionally do like you did it. You thought about it and you thought it was a good idea and you didn't care. Like I definitely wouldn't fuck with you anymore. Um, if you try to steal from me, <laughs> that's definitely like no you know that you gotta go um and if you make a move on my significant other you definitely gotta go um also if i know if i know that you if i hear that or find out and like you know, not just hearsay or like I actually know or I see you doing something behind my back that goes against the loyalty and the trust that we're supposed to have as friends or as partners or whatever, then yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with you anymore for sure. I can dig I can see that. What about um, you? What are the I feel like your list is like short. I because you just seem like a very like nope I don't fuck with you no more bye like actually that's the that's not that's the opposite like like (laughs) I know somebody's listening to this right now and just like oh god I I over forgive um and I I I but like the thing is like once the door is shot the door is shot um. It's shot completely. Um, I think for me, it's first of all, don't disrespect my family, um, specifically my siblings, my my parents. Um, also, like, I just feel like if I'm if I there's a level of vulnerability that is hard for me to reach, um, and if I do get to that point with you. It is like, I'm talking of like, people have told me things. You know how they tell you, they're like, oh, you tell your partner everything in a relationship. People have told me things in like in relationships and told me that I couldn't tell anyone else. And I've gotten into arguments, like full on, full blown fights with like partners because they're like, so you're not going to tell me what they said. And I'm like, no, because like, that's not my place. Like they told me not to say anything. So I'm not going to say anything. And yeah, so that's like that's a lot of like how I operate, how I navigate the world. Um, okay. So if I do 
come to like my most vulnerable state and tell you something and then you go and use that against me or you tell other people about it yeah we're done um forever so i think honestly i think it's just those two things like everything else is like you know i i have this saying i think i said this before in this show but i i said again some people have um some people have this view of like internalizing people's actions as a some kind of attack on them mm-hmm. but the reality for me is that um so i just i just know people to be selfish people and that selfishness is not directly like always at you mm-hmm. um sometimes it's like um, it's it's because they're putting themselves first. Um, so yeah, uh, I think once you once I the way I come to that, I always like I'm always like oh, um, as long as we have we have come to the realization that people just do people typically just put themselves first. And when you understand that it's not because they're trying to fuck you over, um, it's, it's just, it's just the way to, um, it's just the way the world works. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but actually kind of tied to that question I asked you earlier, I want to, um, I want to ask you this question for this so we have to like well shout out shout out to everyone that sends stuff um i'm actually going to make a conscious effort to answer them more frequently um but for today we're going to focus on the two that are most related to this topic um and to this discussion uh so we (laughs) so i'm just going to read it out to you guys um very quickly so everybody can know exactly what we're talking about all right so this person says my fiance has a female best friend whom i love and adore as well they've been friends for over 10 years and long before he met me she and i are cool we don't see her often since she moved for work but we all have the same group of friends so we still see my issue now is that she's a little bit too touchy-feely with my man like i get that they've been friends for years but when does that start to get weird i mean this is this man is about to be married i feel weird bringing it up to him because frankly shouldn't people know these things as common sense and mind you i have a male bestie too lives in the same city as us and he's been my friend since i moved here seven years ago he doesn't do half of what his friend does I'm talking she calls whenever she wants. She hugs too tight when they see. Can even sit on his lap and stuff. Am I tripping? Or should there be clear boundaries as you get older and things change? I just need to know because I know myself and I'm getting to the point where I will just blurt something out one day and it gets weird for all of us. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's not being extra. No, she... First of all, people don't be having sense, okay? 
And sometimes you gotta like shake him a little bit. Cause as his best friend should have sense. Like, I don't care. And I think she's clearly being oblivious. I think it's insensitive to be honest. And I, I think she's purposely doing it because there's no reason at your grown ass age, you know, like this is someone's girlfriend who's, they're about to be married. Cause she said he's about to be a husband, husband or whatever, but, and you feel like it's acceptable to be calling him anytime and expect him to be talking on you, talking with you on the phone for hours. You're sitting on his lap. For, listen, if you're not his baby cousin, you should not be sitting on his lap, okay? No woman should be sitting on his lap besides me. And, like, that right there is just complete disrespect. I don't care however you want to twist it. She's not dumb. She knows that you have a girlfriend, a fiancé, and she still made the decision to sit on your lap. Like, no. At this point, she needs to say something to him and her. Say something to him privately. Like, why? Because... I blame the the boyfriend too. Like, why are you not setting boundaries for your friend? You know what I mean? Like, I as the, your girlfriend, I shouldn't even have to to step into that role. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. now you're making me do something that I shouldn't have to do. The, like, you should be the one to tell your friend, look, you're my best friend. I love you. We got love for each other. But I am in a serious relationship. So we cannot be doing certain things that we used to do that was just friendly and cute and nice weather like you should have that talk with her and setting those firm boundaries and if she steps out of line you put her in check you know what i mean so i honestly probably wouldn't even be mad at the girl i'd be mad at my dude like what are you doing you know what i mean like why are you not putting her in line because if you put her in line she wouldn't do those things she's doing them because you're still allowing her to do that so honestly i wouldn't be mad at the girl it's the same way when people like cheat and then they want to get mad at the chick why are you getting about the chick? You know, it's your dude who needs to be setting boundaries for himself. So, like, she needs to have that conversation with her man. And, like, if he's not taking it seriously, then she needs to, like, reevaluate the whole relationship because that's just disrespectful. I agree. I think um, he's, he's, um, <laughs> he's an idiot and, um, you know, he needs to be held accountable and be the one to fix up. Um, but more than anything, the only thing I would say to the to the partner, or to the to the fiance in this situation is, don't ever let. Please don't ever be that person that starts starts to worry about how something would look, and then silencing yourself. Um, right. Right. Like, I used to be that person where I'd be like, oh, I don't want to say anything because I'm worried that they would think that I'm, like, being weak or I'm being too emotional or this, that, and the third. Because what I learned is that if you don't say anything, eventually it's going to bite you in the butt and you're going to be, like, super upset. Um, So just don't don't be that person um if something is bothering you something is making you feel some type of way say it and of course like say it with sense and um i also i'm also just i've been reading this book about communication and like how it's important to state how something makes you feel 
outside of assuming that the other person is doing it to make you feel that way. An example is like this thing or this situation makes me feel that way. Um, as opposed to saying, oh, you're allowing your friend to disrespect me. Like, no, 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 no. I didn't, I'm not actively doing anything. Like this situation might be frustrating you because that way it makes people less defensive um, and more receptive to being like, you know, um, understanding how you feel and stuff like that. So in this particular situation, sis, you are not tripping. Um, you are not tripping whatsoever. Have, have a conversation with your man um, and let him have a conversation with her. You don't have to do his work for him. That's just not how this needs to go. So, um, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Um, <laughs> now, on the flip side of this, by the by the way, like people with besties and stuff, like of opposite sex, when your part when that person goes into a relationship, can y'all touch stop with the touchy feely shit? Like the whole sitting on each other's laps and um, I don't even do that with any of my male friends. Like, like you will never see me sitting on their lap. Like I don't even understand. Like it's that's just um, weird. I don't know. But yeah, like People need to stop being annoying with that. Like, it's just, you know, um, stop being dumb. Stop stop it. Um, all right. So we had another one that was sent to us. Um, and it says, I'm going to read it out, read it out, read it out. Okay. The person says, please discuss on the show tonight. This lady and I have been kicking it for a couple of weeks now. She borrowed a huge amount of money from me for an emergency and promised to pay back in three days it's been two weeks now she hasn't even mentioned it her birthday is coming at the end of the month so i need to know do i still need to get her a birthday present so me will be a laulu help <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> so she borrowed a huge sum of money and she was she was supposed to pay him back already mm-hmm. but she has not paid him back Mm-mm. and now he's wondering if he should get her a birthday present i mean have okay so this person have you had an initial conversation with her already like you know so you borrowed the money to her and you saw that okay she hasn't paid me back by the time we had agreed did you talk to her and be like, hey, what's going on with my money? You know, I need that weird degree that you pay it back around this time. What's going on? Like, I I just think people... Okay, first of all, let me say this. It's definitely up to... If, if you borrow money from someone and it's made clear in the beginning that this is to be paid back, you know, um, it'd be different if the person made it seem or explicitly said that, Hey, don't worry about paying me back or pay me back whenever you feel like it. That's different because then, you know, okay, I have freedom to like not pay you back or pay you back six months from now. But if the person said, hey, I need this back in two weeks, I need this back by the end of the month and you do not pay that back when you guys agreed, like you're shitty, like the person shouldn't have to remind you to pay them back because you guys already had that agreement. So like. If that's the kind of arrangement you have with your friend and she has not paid you back, 
then yeah, you should be upset. And I wouldn't get her a gift because it's like, we already established that this money needs to be paid back at this time. And you have not, and you haven't said anything. And now I have to come and ask you, where is my money? I'm not buying you a gift. I'm going to be like, well, that money that you borrowed from me is what I would have used to buy you a gift, but I don't have it right now. So, you know, I can't buy you anything. And there's nothing petty about that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing petty. It's your money. You know what I mean? And I just think it's so funny when people, when you ask them for money back, they all of a sudden want to be in their feelings or they want to make it seem like it's a big deal or they want to act like, you know, relax. Like, don't tell me to relax because I'm pretty sure you had a sense of urgency when you were asking me for the money. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think you have every right to decide whether or not you want to get her a present. And if she feels some type of way about it, which she shouldn't, then you can tell her exactly why you didn't get her her present because she hasn't paid you the money back as you guys agreed. You know? I just think that's weird. Like, imagine somebody, if I... If you were like, yo, I'm going to give you this $4,000, but we'll be, I need it back by May 25th. And May 25th comes and like, zim, like the zero, no, no texting, no FaceTime, no phone call. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, yo, we'll be like, what's going on? You know, you feel weird. You'd be like, uh, you know, like, why do I have to now come chase you down for some money? You know? I think, I think like. I mean, I've already, I've always said this, but I don't. Maybe I just don't know. Um, the whole like split, like sharing money um, that you don't know how to like let go of. Um, I feel really bad, um, but this dude just sounds like a clown <laughs> because why? Why did you start kicking it with someone and in the first few weeks you already borrowed their money? Like Exactly. That's just honestly to me. But like do they have like a previous relationship? Like does like He just I mean this I don't know the scenario just says we just started kicking it. Like I'm just reading it exactly how it says. I don't know if I feel they, like there's so many factors that need to be answered. Like there's so many cuz what if it's like a friend of a friend like like it's like his brothers I don't know. You know how you have relationships with some people? It's like, you don't know them directly, but because of their relationship with someone who you have a relationship with, like, you're like, okay, let me, like, you know, do this for them. So maybe she's, like, a friend of one of his friends, and, like, they hooked up, and so he's trying to, like, do good upon her because, like, she's cool with... Yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm just thinking about all the possible scenarios as to why he felt comfortable enough to, like, lend this chick money after they, after a few weeks i don't know <laughs> i mean i have no idea <laughs> i think i think if you have um if you just take a look across and just look at how like um if you look at how people interact with people when they just meet them my approach to like protecting yourself from this was like just give what you can give and don't loan if you can't if you can't if you know you can't ask for it back like when you know someone and you've been with them for a while you still have like history to like fall back on like you've seen how they reacted in like borrow me this situation so you know 
it, whether or not if you're going to get the money back. But for someone you just met, it's harder to predict. So, like, just give what you can give. But then that's just on one side, right? The other side is now the birthday situation. If you just met someone and y'all just started kicking about it, um, like, you don't have to get someone a gift. Right, like, you don't have to get them a gift. Like, if you start kicking it with someone, I mean, and just by reading this, it says kicking it for a couple of weeks. I'm taking a couple of weeks as two weeks. Of course, sometimes we use that interchangeably, <laughs> and that could be more. But if I start kicking it with you two weeks ago, I owe you shit. So, like, how do I even know you? I'm just confused. I'm really confused because, like, I just feel like I'm. For me, I'm guessing there has to be some type of like background to this because it doesn't make sense how like you just met a stranger, like. You went to a bar. Well, no, or but shit. he likes her. But that's just a poor judgment on his part, to be honest. Like, I'm not, my guy, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm not taking shots at you. I'm really not. But, like, we Rough. need some more context. Is there, like, background to this? Or is there, is this, like, a fresh person who you literally have no connection to? You just met. You guys have been kicking it for two weeks. And you decided to borrow her money. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, well, I mean, it could have been someone, maybe with someone that he's like been attracted to for a while or something. I don't know. Um, But, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just a random person. Um, Because if that's the case, if it's a random person who you have no history with, there's no mutual friends, and you're moving that fast as to lend them money and you want to get them a birthday present after knowing them for a couple weeks, then, uh, (laughs) I mean, do you, but that sounds really like crazy to be honest. Cause you don't even know the person, you know, but for me, I feel like there's more to the story. Like they kind of knew each other maybe before, but now they're kicking it as like in a different level type of thing. You know, I, I feel like that's what this is. If I'm being logical (laughs) and like, finding reason <laughs> that's what i feel like this is i think like bro if um you know sorry bro <laughs> <laughs> but like this whole lending money issue like i need people to understand like this is really should not be a complex thing and i hate that people make it seem so weird like it's really a, B, or C. Like, when you lend someone money, there should be terms when you lend someone money. Like, it's all about communication. People need to communicate. Stop thinking things are going to be understood. If you need this money back in three weeks, tell this person, I need this money back in three weeks. Because I also don't think it's fair to say, oh, well, don't lend it out if you expect it back. Like, that's stupid. Like, if I have money to help somebody, why would I not help them? And why, and why do I have to think, oh, I'm never getting this back? Like, that's dumb. The bank doesn't think that, oh, I'm never getting this money back. Like, they're lending it with the expect, expectation that they're getting it back. So why can't I have that same expectation? So if I'm lending you $2,000 and I need it three weeks from now, I need that money three weeks from now. And if you don't pay it, then you're a shitty person. Or if you're not explaining to me why you're not able to pay it, then... I have every right to be mad. And I don't know why people would like to be weird about that. Like, it's principle. You know what I mean? If you told that person, hey, pay me back whenever. 
then cool. If they pay you back a year from now, you can't be mad because you said pay me back whenever. You know, all these things just boil down to communication. Like, it's not that difficult. You know, we're all grown. If you have the mouth to ask for money, then you need to also have that sense to pay it back. It's that simple. Like, it's really that simple. There's no way I'm borrowing money from someone, $5,000, and they tell me to pay it back. And then when it's time to pay it back, I'm like, oh... I mean, blah, blah, like, that's silly. Like, that's just so silly. And it's it's rude, to be honest. I can, I can, I can think that. Um, all I would say is this, like, dude, the money, if, it sounds like it might be a lot of money. Um, so, give it another couple of weeks, see if she gives it back. Because some people get paid once a month. Maybe she's just gotten paid right when, you know... You borrowed her the money, so she added the rest of it to it. I don't know. But if you if you can and you have a cushion, give her another couple of weeks after her birthday and then ask. Because I also know, like, if it's her birthday and she's, like, planning on celebrating, I don't know. It's up to you. It's up to the kind of kindness you have or how kind of firmness you want to hold. Um But Obia says, you say ask for her money back, right? Ask for the money back. Like, Lobia says, ask for your money back. I say, give it another couple weeks and ask her for it after her birthday, Um, which you don't have to get her a gift. I need to be clear on that. You don't have to get her a gift. gift. (laughs) Now, if you're just doing Mr. Generous to want to get it for her after she's still owing you money, that's fine. But let it be known that you don't have to do shit. Um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, all the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yo. please, if you're out there, yeah, let me never say what I was gonna say before they before they say that. You know, I'm I'm something something now. Uh, what were you gonna say, Wobia? Oh, nothing, nothing. I wasn't gonna say anything. Okay. Um. All right. So. We're, we're we've come to the end of today's show um for the lady with the fiance please have a conversation with your man um and for the gentleman found out to get your money back um and then for everyone else out there like know what your boundaries are know where your limits are put them in place reinforce them you know, I always say this, that respect is earned, it is maintained, and it's evaluated. So when you give something to someone, you set boundaries with someone, like, make sure you go over it over and over as as time permits to make sure everything is sound and you guys are in a healthy space because anybody that fucking crosses the line can fucking get it and you get punched in your nose. Um... We have um recently a few people have reached out um just some announcements have reached out with regards to co-hosting with us um please 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 if you're interested in um co-hosting an episode um with us let us know also if you're interested in co-hosting for a period of time let us know in and I say in for in period of time for some people I know we have a lot of people that listen to the podcast the next day or during the week because they're in school through like the month of May. 
typically from like May through like August or early September, people are at home um, or they're on break. And if you feel like you have more time and you can devote more time to being a part of our conversations, then please reach out. Let us know. Um, and we will let try us to, know. Um, and if you're cute, you send me a DM. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Please we have, no, not yet. <laughs> no, please don't send me anything. <laughs> um, I, the team has been working on the last, on the f- upcoming episodes um, for the next few months. Um, so if you'd like to be part of our summer and sex episode, our entrepreneurship episode, um, we have an episode about online dating, implicit bias, um, securing the bag, like, if you just want to be a part of any episode in any way, um, even if it's because you're a professional or you know someone who's a professional in that you know field or in that subject matter, please reach out. Let us know. A um, couple birthday shout outs to some dope people. And um, I think May 2nd was the 20th anniversary of the passing of my grandma, um, my dad's mom. So wanted to put our positive vibes to the big man. Um but yeah, for everyone, man, summer's coming. Get you know, get your thighs out. Summer's your coming. On. That means it's time to all that melanin. Let it be you know, let it be out. Um you know. If you want to shoot your shot at me, don't. No, um, no one wants to shoot their shot at you. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> somebody said somebody said to me the other day that I talk like I am how did the person say it they said you, you act like you're single and anyone can just shoot their shot at you I was like wow way to make me sound thirsty bro um, even though I don't fucking like people like that um, but yeah you know <laughs> it is <laughs> you it are is, for all you're for everybody I'm, I'm for Jesus let somebody shout hallelujah. Okay. It's always, always talking nonsense. <laughs> um, but you lot have a fabulous rest of the week. Um, podcast will be up later tonight on iTunes and on SoundCloud and Spotify. Make sure you download. Uh, make sure you listen to um, our playlist on the Rant Show. If you want Warby's playlist, um, also ask her for it directly. Um you guys have not let us know where you want us to host the show this summer. Okay, some people did. That's not fair. Some people did. But, like, where would you like us to go this summer? Um, do you want us to go all the way to the East Coast? Do you want us to go to the South? Do you want them, them the rest of the ladies to come to the West Coast? Let us know. Um, Are they sponsoring? I don't know. Maybe the maybe the Ryan show might be sponsoring. We'll see. Um, hey! Shaw Rob did. But we'll see. So you guys let us know. Um, and, you know, and if you can, if you want, let us know. We will. We could be bringing a show to you, um, to your neck of the woods. Live and direct. Um, so let us know what that looks like. Um, but, yeah, have a great rest of the week. Keep your head up. Um, I wanted to say a big, big, big shout out to everyone that went out in Nigeria to propose um to, to propose to protest this weekend um for um the you know in cases 
um, against violence against women. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to you guys. You guys are brave. I really wish I was in Nigeria to be part of that, but definitely super excited for um, people speaking up and not laying down. And um, if anybody else is also um, interested in being part of any kinds of those projects, um, please reach out and we will connect you or point you in the right direction. All right. Will be anything else that you wanted to leave people with? Nope. I just appreciate y'all for having me and rocking with us. Thank always, you. Always. <laughs> always. We tolerate you because, you know. You people should go on Wobia's Instagram and go and look at what she dropped today, by the way. Uh-uh. This one is always talking about Instagram. You are mad. <laughs> you know? You are actually what? You are, you, are, you are blurry more fucking mad. Because you know exactly what you posted. If you guys go and look at her picture and look at how she posed in the picture. That's how you pose when you know you are fine. People just like to be doing anyhow on this on this conversation. They be acting like they are just humble. Stop it. We know. You know what you are doing. But it's okay. Everybody should got to check it out. Throw Listen, some, show some love. I can't. Somebody's like, somebody is a professional hype man at this point. <laughs> I mean, I do this. I, do, I does this. I, you know, everybody that follows me on Instagram or I follow probably knows this. Like, if I see something, I'm like, let's go. Yes. I love it. Colors, angles. <laughs> and the funny thing is, when people say the same shit back to me, I'm like, why? That's weird. Like, what do you mean? It's just a shirt. Stop. Um, but yeah, you guys have a fabulous rest of the week. It's been a pleasure as always. It's been the Rant Show. It's been Giving Lounge Radio. What it says. Your life, your music. We out. On s'en aille vivre au pays de Bob Marley Vivre une vie de star un peu comme Bob Marley J'ai qu'il dit ralenti, je suis pas Bob Marley Quand on sera sûr de nous, on pourra bombarder Elle veut qu'on s'en aille vivre au pays de Bob Marley Vivre une vie de star un peu comme Bob Marley J'ai dit de ralentir, je suis pas Bob Marley Quand on sera sûr de nous, on pourra bombarder Elle veut des petits, ma carte de crédit Photo Snapchat du lundi au lundi Elle est dans son délire, elle même quand y'a la wifi Tant qu'on nous voit heureux, ça lui suffit Elle veut trop qu'on soit sur les réseaux Je suis pas compte mais il faut doser Comprends qu'on peut pas tout exposer Sur nous, pour nous yeah. Elle est dans l'insta love Elle veut que tout le monde sache que je suis son homme C'est sa façon d'être love de nous Elle veut qu'on s'en aille vivre au pays de Bob Marley Vivre une vie de star un peu comme Bob Marley Ralenti, je suis pas Bob Marley Quand on sera sûr de nous, on pourra bombarder Elle veut qu'on s'en aille vivre au pays Bob Marley Vivre une vie de star un peu comme Bob Marley Je lui dis de ralentir, je suis pas Bob Marley Quand on sera sûr de nous, on pourra bombarder Toujours les mêmes bêtises Hashtag mon bébé, mon chéri Quand tu veux qu'on s'envole, n'oublie pas d'atterrir Comme ça on va pas tenir La vie c'est pas une série Tu sais plus vivre ta vie dans la vraie vie Regarde-moi et dis-moi ce qu'il te faut ouais. Moi ou une équipe de followers Je sais qu'il y a pire comme gros défaut Mais je doute de nous yeah. Elle est dans la